0: Amazon recently signed an agreement to purchase online pharmacy PillPack for a billion dollars. What are the privacy and security concerns for patients? I'm Marianne Kobisek mcgee Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Attorneys Todd Nova and Jeff Short of the law firm Hall Render. Todd and Jeff will provide their analysis of what this transaction could mean for the security and privacy of patient data. Todd and Jeff, this isn't the first time that Amazon's entered or participated in the healthcare sector. For instance, earlier this year, Amazon said it was partnering with JP Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway to create a nonprofit company aimed at lowering health care costs for its employees. What are the biggest privacy and security concerns regarding the Pill Pack arrangement and the health information that Amazon will be handling? when it comes to consumers. Do you want to take that one, Jeff?
1: Mary this is really something that was contemplated in HIPAA and the health privacy regulations. Those regulations embody a concept of a hybrid entity, where you can have one entity that has functions of handling healthcare information as a health plan, an employer health plan, or a healthcare provider, which a pharmacy would be a healthcare provider. And the HIPAA actually lays out a set of rules that those entities that have multiple functions must follow. One thing that happens in that, and if you take what you introduced there as the J.P. Morgan Berkshire Hathaway situation and you look at it along with PillPack, Amazon is becoming uh, a hybrid entity if they put all of those inside the same legal entity. Uh, And as a hybrid entity, they need to really create firewalls around each of those uh, operations, and the health information that lands inside those firewalls has to stay in there no differently than it does for CVS, Walgreens, or any other pharmacy, that they must manage that information inside those firewalls, and it can't pass out or pass over to the health plan side without being allowed by HIPAA. So from that perspective, I, I don't know that this really presents that unique of a situation. Some commenters have said that, you know, well, Amazon will just bury a consent into the general terms of use that frees them to do whatever with the health information. And that's not possible under HIPAA because HIPAA specifically says that if you want to use the information other than as HIPAA allows it, you have to have a thing called an authorization, not a consent. And that's a very specific document that is spelled out in the HIPAA regulations, and you can't do what's called a compound authorization, meaning you can't combine that authorization with another legal document. It must stand on its own and describe what you're authorizing in fairly specific detail. So from that perspective, Not a lot new here where I think people will start having some questions or things that already could have occurred, but we haven't seen a lot of. And that would be Amazon taking this wealth of information it has, which isn't protected at the current time uh, in the U.S. by any privacy law and putting it into those firewalls of the pharmacy and then the pharmacy having that data to do its operations. And people might feel uncomfortable with the amount of information that would be had by the pharmacy operation pill pack in their marketing activities inside those firewalls, which might be permitted. The other thing that people might be uncomfortable with is HIPAA does permit the pharmacy to de-identify the information. And do analysis and give that to Amazon, so they wouldn't necessarily know that you know it's Marianne's information at Amazon, but they would have this demographic intelligence about that people with certain decisions in their life and lifestyle choices and products they purchase tend to have these interests, and they'll start more direct marketing through generalizable knowledge, but not through specific information about the individual. So those, you know, I think that's where we're going to see the privacy concerns arise as this all starts settling out and Amazon manages those firewalls and how they operate it.
2: Marianne, if I can add to that, one of the things I I want to point out, certainly from from a privacy and security perspective, is that a lot of these issues, perhaps more than people are realizing, have been worked through, in particular in the mail order and internet pharmacy space. It's it certainly lending Amazon's name to it, along with Berkshire Hathaway and their ilk, lends a certain gravitas toward the business model. But I think it's important to remember it's not all that unique in as much as we've seen Express Scripts and, and CBS Caremark and, and Humana and various health systems nationally involved in in mail order and internet pharmacy. So I think from a legal and privacy perspective, we've got a lot of good data points that we can aggregate and leverage in terms of assessing how, how best to implement these models because it's been done uh, perhaps more than, than people are realizing, although certainly the scale of, of what Amazon brings to bear is, is, is wholly unique.
0: Now, when it comes to Amazon's partnership with JP Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway related to its employees and reducing or looking to I guess reduce the costs related to health care, what sorts of privacy and security concerns are you most worried about when it comes to the employee information, the health data that these companies might be handling?
1: Now that one gets a little more interesting in that there's a lot of different things at play when you look at that venture. It's not untested ground. We have had, you know, since the uh, inception of uh, HIPAA, group health plans, third-party administrators who are handling data on behalf of more than one employer, or employers who are self-insured running their own plan. And they've learned to build those appropriate safeguards and deal with it. But in this arrangement, they're, they're trying to think out of the box. And I think what, the, what they'll find themselves up against at times is some of what I talked about earlier, which is they're going to be a hybrid entity. They're going to have multiple covered functions. Functions, potentially. If this venture goes down the path of owned clinics that are providing care to the employees, doing population health activities with respect to those employees, they've got to, to be very sensitive to where the information is coming from, what was the source of the information, how that information is then used, and then did it through those operations as they assembled it, analyzed it, did they turn it into protected health information that HIPAA regulates? Or are they removing the identifiers and information so HIPAA no longer regulates it and it can go back to the employer? When you talk about group health plans, the protections are there in both HIPAA and in some state laws that what can employers look at and access in making employment decisions. So that would be one concern folks would have. And They've got to be very attentive to. The other would be what information can the employer provide to the health insurance side of the operation to better manage employee health. You know, it is a growing field within healthcare to not only look at the clinical aspects and the physical results they get from those to guide healthcare, but also we're starting to look at the social determinants. Uh, You know, the employer may know they're a smoker. The employer may know they've been through a particularly stressful period in their job. And really, the next phase of healthcare is trying to bring those things together but we do have laws and regulations that will need to be navigated to appropriately bring those together and manage them, especially when you have a company with the deep expertise of Amazon of analyzing all that information and understanding people and their habits, etc. They've got to be particularly careful on what they share in, but into the health aspects of that, the health plan aspects, but more importantly, they've got to be very careful as to what they share back out of that health plan aspect.
0: So now we've seen many other healthcare sector companies experience breaches involving sensitive data and drug information, including some entities in the pharmacy space. For instance, health insurer Aetna this year signed settlements totaling more than $20 million for an incident involving a privacy breach in mailings sent to HIV patients. So what sort of learning curve does Amazon face in terms of avoiding privacy and security mishaps like that involving patients' sensitive information?
1: This is one area I think they will have a learning curve. They've had experience with uh, state's attorney generals. They've had experience with the Federal Trade Commission involving their operations. And they've had their instances of questions about data breaches and security and privacy notices. But As they move into more centralized, more being a healthcare provider sector, the number of entities that will be providing them information and getting information from them, I think will be surprising to Amazon. One thing that many people, when they look at healthcare and think about privacy, forget to focus on is, first and foremost, healthcare is about caring for a patient. And secondly, you have the privacy aspect there. And in that caring, you, it's not as if you're going to the auto mechanic who is putting the car up on the lift and they're just working on it. There are many participants in every incident of care. You go to the doctor, you may have x-ray, you're gonna, they're gonna be pulling records from other providers, they're gonna be sending prescriptions to a pharmacy, they're going to be sending orders for a test, Some somewhere else. And all that information is moving around. And with the government's efforts on interoperability between electronic health records, their efforts they went through several years ago for on e-prescribing, Amazon's putting themselves right in the middle of that. So there's going to be all this information coming to them, all this information required to leave them from parties that they have to identify and protect. And with that massive amounts of movement of data, there is an increased opportunity for a data breach. It almost feels inevitable that at some point it will happen, especially given this push to interoperability and Amazon as a pharmacy is going to have to accept e-prescriptions. They may get themselves a position that they are subject to rules that are getting ready to go into effect about data blocking and the rights of one provider to access the records of another provider contained in electronic health records and other systems.
2: What about you, Todd? On a related note, they're going to have to start working through some regulatory considerations that they're probably not used to with respect to utilization tracking if they're going to be involving controlled substances. It wouldn't surprise me uh, at least if at least initially they exclude those, but they have various data reporting obligations both to state controlled substance monitoring uh, programs, uh, PDMPs or prescription drug monitoring programs as they're called, but then also if they get into specialty drug uh, distribution models and other distribution models, if they want access to some of those drugs, if they truly want to be one-stop shopping, they're going to have to deal with not only inadvertent PHI breaches, but they're going to have to work through the situations and scenarios where they can and, and must de-identify and aggregate data to provide it not just to, to patients and, and their providers, but also to manufacturers. So um, I think they're really inserting themselves in the middle of, of some fairly complex uh, regulatory models and, and data transfer uh, regimes, as was pointing
0: out. And finally, there's been a lot of consolidation happening in the retail healthcare space. For instance, besides the Amazon purchase of PillPack, CVS is acquiring Aetna, Rite Aid is trying to merge with grocery chain Albertson. What is the biggest security and privacy concern from the patient perspective in all this consolidation that worries you the most?
1: Actually, in those instances, not a really high level of concern because all of those entities already were mixed. They were not only pharmacy, they were a pharmacy and a retail operation. So they've already been thinking through the putting up, as I've referred to them, uh, those appropriate firewalls and the information they have and what they can and can't use. As we start moving down market to all the way down to things like pill pack we're very specialized it is a pharmacy that's where the concern comes to because they've not been in that world where they've had to worry about those mixed environments and you know the large Rite Aid CVS they're used to it but as we move down to others who haven't had that heightened concern haven't had you know data scientists that were employed by them uh, who have been thinking about these things who weren't large enough to have entirely departments dedicated to information security and privacy it will get much more sensitive and those acquirers who are new to health care are going to have to get themselves educated very quickly to deal with it so that'd be the concern is just a appreciation by these entities that are being formed of the regulations and laws that they're subject to in handling the information in the way they're going to be handling it as this larger multifunction entity.
0: Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Todd. I've been speaking to attorneys Jeff Short and Todd Nova. I'm Marianne Kolbusek mcgee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.